Are you struggling to wrap your mind around your financial life? Keys to the Coin with Paul ATN is the podcast you need. We'll help you gain confidence in every coin through engaging discussions and financial know-how. Improve your financial literacy, become financially independent and debt-free, and learn more about the opportunities around you, from stock market investments to real estate and retirement funds. The possibilities are endless. Visit madbu.com and find us on social media. Everyone, this is Paul Etienne, and welcome to Keys to the Coin. I am your financial educator. Make sure that you heard my previous episode um, where we spoke about the importance of financial literacy and all the important terms. If you have not heard of it, that's fine. Um, we do have a different topic today, but you can always go back to listen to the previous um, episode. In this episode today, we will be speaking about credit cards. Um, its benefits and more. We will talk about what a, is a credit score and how to use your credit wisely. And most importantly, in the second half of this episode, we will discuss how to pay off your debts and how to um, be debt free. So stay tuned until the end. All right. Um, what is a credit card? I mean, I'm not going to define or tell you or describe it to you, but a piece of plastic or metal that your financial institution um, gives you that allows the cardholder to borrow funds um, with which they can pay for goods or services and to any merchant that accept that and credit cards they impose some conditions that the cardholder pay back the borrowed money and some interest usually that's how they make their money the difference between a debit card and a credit card your they look the same they usually have the same number of digits um expiration date may look the same the the main difference is the debit card use a pin number the credit card does not and the debit card um, the debit cards allow you to spend money that you own. You withdraw from your own funds that you have deposited in the bank, where the credit cards allow you to borrow money from the card issuer up to a certain limit, of course, in order to purchase items or to withdraw cash, which I do not suggest. Let's just into how to use a credit card wisely and responsibly. A credit card can be a very helpful financial tool, making consistent payment um, and on-time payments can boost your credit rating or your score. And some cards even offer some rewards on purchases or even a 0% interest rate for a short term. They call those introductory offers. Um, or if you transfer balances, you may not pay anything for a while. But if your credit spending gets out of control, monthly payments can accumulate and interest can become a problem also. So follow these credit card tips to help avoid common problems. You want to pay off your balance every month. You want to avoid paying interest on your credit card's purchases by paying the full balance um, um, each billing cycle. You want to resist the temptation to spend more than you can pay for any given month. 
and you will enjoy the benefits of using credit cards without interest charges. It is possible. Use the cards for needs, not wants. A credit card should be used carefully because if you're purchasing things just for fun, that can lead to debt. Credit cards can be or should be used in emergency situations such as your phone is about to be cut off, you just pay it real quick or a bill that's due today, you pay it now and then you know you get paid at the end of the week, then you pay it back as soon as you get paid. That way you decrease interest, you avoid extra payments on your cards. You don't want to skip a payment. Um, pay your bill every month, even if it's the minimum payment, even though I don't suggest just pay the minimum, but even if it's just the minimum, that's that's better than nothing because you do not want to pay any late fees, any penalty interest rates, um, or you don't want to pay it with your credit score because uh, the negative item can impact your credit. Use your credit card as a budgeting tool. Like if you're confident that you can use a credit card responsibly and pay off the balance every month, Try using it as a budgeting tool. How? You want to make all your purchases with a credit card so you know exactly how much you spend at the end of the month. And of course, you should only do this if you can afford to do this. And which means you can afford to pay it at the end of every month of, of every billing cycle. Um, make sure your spending do not get out of um, does not get out of control. Never charge more to your card than you have in your account because if you have to pay it back, you want to make sure you have somewhere to get that money. Use rewards cards. If you're using a credit card for most or all of your purchases, it makes sense to use a card that offers some rewards. Not only can you avoid paying interest, but you will also earn some rewards such as airline miles or cash back or some retail points. Now, now let's talk about what credit scores are. Okay, so a credit score is a three-digit number, typically between 300 and 850 points designed to represent your credit risk or the likelihood you will pay your bills on time. That's just what it is. Credit scores are calculating using information in your credit reports that include your payment history, the amount of debt that you have or the revolving accounts that you have, um, the length of your credit history, higher score mean you have demonstrated responsible credit behavior in the past, which may make potential lenders and creditors more confident when evaluating a request for credit or for a loan. Now here's a general look of the credit score ranges between 300 to 579 to poor, 580 to 669, fair, 670 to 730, good, 740 to 799, very good, 800 to 850, excellent. Now, there are a lot of different scoring models. They use data such as your income when they calculate your credit score. Credit score used by potential lenders and creditors such as banks, credit card companies, car dealerships, when they decide whether to offer you credit or a loan or some service. Even some employment places use credit score. Now, it is important to strive for a higher score. Simply put, those with a higher score generally receive more favorable credit terms, which may translate into lower payments and less paid in interest over the life of the account. Now, remember, though, that everyone's financial and credit situation is different. Different lenders may um, also have different criteria when it comes to granting credit. 
which may include information such as your income or your job history. So the type of credit score used by lenders and creditors may vary based on their industry. For example, if you're buying a car, an auto lender might use a credit score that places more emphasis on your payment history. You can see that the score you get on Credit Karma is different from the score that your mortgage company uses when you go for a mortgage. Now, the exact same thing for you know going to buy a house, going to buy a car. Let's talk about debt and becoming debt free. First, you took a, a loan, so you have to pay it off. But to become debt free, you have to to have some motivation. If you want to keep the momentum in your debt payoff, you have to continually remind yourself of the reasons why you want to get out of debt. If you're not feeling motivated to become debt free, let me tell you a few reasons why you should become debt free. It allows you to spend money on things that you actually enjoy. Paying on debt leaves you with less money to do things that you really want to do in life. So if you don't have those debts, then you get to do the things that you really enjoy. And another thing is when you have a lot of debt, unfortunately, that leads people um, to get into more debt because you have less money at the end of the month. So you have to, if you don't budget right, you have to borrow more money to take care of other um, expenses that you may have at the end of the month. Paying off your debt ends a vicious cycle and frees up your money to buy the things that you enjoy and do the things that you enjoy with friends and your family. It reduces the, tr the stress in your life because believe it or not, debt can lead to extra stress as you worry about how you're going to cover all the debt payments and all the living expenses. Um, a lot of stress every once in a while isn't too harmful, but constant stress can lead to serious health issues. We're talking about migraines, um, headaches, um, heart attacks sometimes. In some cases, um, becoming debt-free can literally save your life. I've, I've heard people taking their lives over debt. It will increase your future earnings because whenever you take out a loan or charge somewhere something on a credit card, you're simply borrowing from your future income. So the $1,000 or the $100,000 that you spend today will be taken from what you earn in the days to come. Truthfully, that decreases your future standards of living. I hope you guys found the advantages of paying off your debt um, based on what I just said and that you will, we will be discussing how to pay off your debt. So if your job is not enough, that means you are in too much debt. But what can you do? Work some side hustles. Do it yourself. Consider any skills that you have, such as web design, coding, um, something that you can offer to earn extra cash. There are also side jobs that you can pick up to work from home. You can do. You can sell some old clothes online, or you can rent out a room on Airbnb. Uh, or if taking a job sounds exhausting to you, make it a short-term stint. You know where you earn enough for a few extra payments towards your debt. That way, and you also want to have your spending, you want to allow your spending with your values. Do it yourself. Avoid falling into the big spender territory. You want to um, avoid falling behind on saving money. You want to avoid buying things out of boredom or breaking your own spending rules. You can break that cycle by, build, by building a good budget, analyzing your credit card statements and working 
to build new habits like cooking at home instead of eating out or make the most out of your dollar. Do it yourself. Building a budget is key to any financial plan. You're paying off debt. That's that's even more um, important. I recommend that you guys follow the 50, 30, 20 budget rule. Keep essential expenses like housing at to 50% of your income or less. Uh, allocate 30% for wants and use 20% for savings and debt and debt pay down. And since you're focusing on paying off your debt, you may decide to use money from your wants category to make extra debt payments that will wipe out your debt faster and help you save money on interest. Now, once you have your budget, track your progress. You can set yourself up for success by automating as much as possible. You can always revise your budget as necessary. Know your why. Think about your financial goals in the near and long term, whether you're looking for a new house, saving up for a vacation, having a clear motivation to get out of debt will help keep you on track. Trust me, it does work. So I would like to conclude by saying that there are many benefits to keeping a credit card in your wallet, but there are some risks also. When used strategically, credit cards can help you establish a solid credit history, earn some rewards on everyday purchases, pay off high interest debt, or obtain interest-free financing. The trick to using these benefits while maintaining healthy credit card use is to use them to pay off items you would buy anyways, pay your bill in full and on time every month, and keep your credit utilization rate low, usually under 30%, but 10% is even better. So that doesn't mean having credit cards is a bad thing or having debt is a bad thing. Not very, not many people can buy a house cash um, or a car cash or pay your tuition cash. You just have to assess why you're taking the debt. And just because you qualify for it doesn't mean you should take it. Or just because you have it doesn't mean you should spend it. Did you hear that? Just because you qualify for it does not mean you should apply for it. Or just because you apply for it and have it doesn't mean you should spend it. So, <laughs> assess the good and the bad debts. Make sure you only take on good debts because you can use it to buy a house to help build wealth. So, with that being said, I want to say thank you for giving me your valuable time. I hope you found this information valuable. And I'll see you in the next episode where I will be discussing about investing and more. So, until then, keep grinding towards your goal. Listen to the first episode. Listen to this one. Share it with your friends and your family. This is Paul Etienne signing off for today. Talk to you soon, guys. That's a wrap for this episode, and we're excited for more. Thank you for checking out Keys to the Coin with Paul ATN. Stay connected via MADBU.com and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook with the username MADBU.com as we continue to unravel the financial world with tips, insights, know-how, and more. As always, we hope you learned something useful from this episode. On your way to creating your financial path, live a productive, debt-free life, and ultimately, gain confidence in every coin.